listeners, and welcome to Project Understory, a nonfiction storytelling podcast that delves into the deeper meaning of nature experiences. Does your love for the outdoors resonate in your bones? So does ours. We are storytellers, students, and teachers connected to the Central Wisconsin Environmental Station. We are meaning makers, seeking to understand the world and ourselves better through the dappled shade of a balsam fir or the haunting call of a loon across a lake. Here, you can hear our stories of adventure and contemplation, and perhaps discover your own understory. Hello, all Project Understory listeners. My name is Felicia, and I'm a senior at the University of Wisconsin-Stevens Point, studying environmental education and interpretation, and I'm a huge lover of the outdoors. But it did take me a little bit of time, though. My episode today is called Lightning Bear. This is my story of going camping in northern Minnesota and getting a little too close to nature for comfort. It all starts way far north, close to Canada, in a place called Bearhead Lake State Park in beautiful Ely, Minnesota. When I took this trip, I was a young girl, no more than eight or nine years old, when this family trip took place. And my family consisted of my parents, siblings, aunts and uncles, cousins, and in total, this was about nine people. The drive was about an hour from where I had grew up, but as I watched the dark green haze of pine trees whiz, my stomach nodded with anxiety. My mind swam with the image of bears ransacking innocent tents such as our own. My stomach knotted in fat bundles until our car made the final turn and its engine went idle. Opening the car door, my senses were immediately filled with the sweet scent of pine. Hearing the fresh water trickling from the river, the birds singing and calling to one another, and feeling the soft dirt squish under my shoes. My mind was overtaken by being being in an area so beautiful that my stomach instantly unfurled itself, returning to normal. And so, for the next few hours, we worked to prepare ourselves for the big trip ahead of us. It was only two nights, but we didn't camp a lot, so at the time, this was a huge deal for younger Felicia. We took the canoes off the top of our cars and into the lake, packed all of our overnight bags in the canoe like a game of Jenga, stuffed the car snacks we had to sneak back into the cooler and into the canoes, and we were set. Back then, I had it easy, just enjoying the canoe ride in the middle while my aunts worked super hard carrying us along. We all talked, but my attention kept falling to the water, so shiny and green, hiding what swims below or to the way that the wind rustled all the pines and the spruce trees nearby, and it brought along the sweet scent of summer. We finally arrived to our campsite as the sunset is settling in, casting its warm glow over everything in sight. Pitching our tents first, as we all know how that goes when you don't do that first. 
we prepare a quick dinner of roasted hot dogs over the campfire and talk about the next day's adventures to be had. We mainly had plenty of fishing and hiking planned for our time at Bearhead Lake State Park. After our planning turned to stories, the deep pink sunset melted into black night and a drizzle of rain started. Taking the rain as a cue to go to bed, we said goodnight and carefully walked to our tents. I love my aunt and was mildly obsessed with her while growing up, so I had insisted that we share a tent. We slipped into our sleeping bags and quickly my aunt was asleep, her quiet snores filling the tent. But my mind was racing, paranoia sneaking in like a burglar. The rain would normally have helped me sleep, but being somewhere called Bearhead Lake State Park made me quite upset at the hearing loss. <laughs> yelled the rain, making it perfect for anything to sneak near our flimsy tent. <laughs> the rain pattered and pattered, and under it you could hear the faint sound of leaves crunching, slowly crawling closer to where we lay in wait. Auntie! I yell whisper, shaking her awake, finally unable to handle it. There's a bear outside the tent, I whisper, shaking in my sleeping bag. You're just imagining it, Felicia, my aunt yawns to me, drowsily picking up a nearby flashlight. She unzips the tent partially and sticks her head out of the tent, giving the area a quick sweep with the flashlight. After what feels like eons, she retreats inside, zipping the tent shut again. Nothing there, she remarks, already halfway into her sleeping bag, leaving it at that. My young mind once said, absolutely not, and I laid awake, thinking of how I would stay awake all night and wait for the bear. Before I knew it, my eyes blinked open and soft morning light surrounded me. And I consider this one of the craziest things about a child's mind, is that I had completely forgotten about the night's events for the moment. And so, the day went on. We hiked, we saw the sights, we fished, we did the whole bit, and we had a great time doing so. But, like the night before, a slow rain had started a few hours after the evening campfire had started, and signaled for us to call it a night. My aunt and I hunkered into our tent when the previous night's memories came flooding back along with a sense of fear. Fear is a hard thing to be comfortable with, but I calmed myself down enough in my head to actually fall asleep. It didn't last long, though. The rain had turned into a downpour, thunder and lightning right alongside it. The lightning was so severe that when it hit, it was like the change in night and day, lighting up everything in sight and the shadows very apparent inside of the tent. But that is not woke, woke me up. There was a faint crunching sound, like the night before, too loud to be being made by the rain. It was near the tent, that much was certain. I quickly shook my aunt again too terrified to speak above a whisper as I explained what happened. But I was quickly dismissed this time and told to go to bed. 
defeated and scared, I curled back into bed and planned to have the storm lull me to sleep when it happened. Thunder shook the ground and lightning lit the sky and that's when I saw it. There was the bear shadow, plain as day where I had been hearing noises. But it wasn't just standing as you would expect a bear to be. Oh no, that would be too easy to see as a child. It was standing on its hind legs right outside the tent. By this point, I was completely frozen. Even as the lightning passed and I heard the crunching of the leaves fade away, I was too scared to do anything or to mention it to anyone for the fear of being ridiculed and told I was imagining things again. So the next morning, as we packed up all our things, my family shared moments that they really enjoyed and that would stay with them forever. And I packed in my corner by myself thinking of the memory that only I would have that would stay with me for the rest of my life. And so this trip overall taught me that your own personal feelings and experiences are meaningful despite any age or experience differences that you may have from yourself or other people and what they have to say matters and they shouldn't be laughed out or belittled for their feelings, especially fear. We're all human, so we should be supporting one another along our human journey. And so thank you for listening to my story. This has been a production of Project Understory. A special thanks to Create Portage County in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Check them out at createportagecounty.org for their many resources available to local artists and creatives. We hope we entertained and inspired you today to encounter nature in new and meaningful ways.